Hello and welcome to Voices of Blue Scope, where we meet the people who work behind the scenes at Blue Scope to create strength every day. I'm your host, Martin Feld. Thank you for joining us. In this episode, we're giving you a taste of our 2021 annual general meeting. Following our first ever all online AGM in 2020, this year speakers were split yet again across studios in Melbourne and Sydney, with shareholders submitting their questions online and over the phone. Whether you couldn't join us on the day or would like to revisit some of what was said, this episode includes excerpts of the official addresses made by our chair, Mr. John Bevan, and managing director and CEO, Mr. Mark Vassella, followed by a behind-the-scenes interview. We turn first to John Bevan, who discusses topics such as Blue Scope's performance and its work towards a low-carbon future. I'm coming to you from Sydney, part of the spectacular Eora Nation. I acknowledge the Gadigal people as the traditional custodians of the land and pay respect to elders past, present and emerging. Fellow shareholders, the directors and I hope that you continue to keep safe and well despite the disruptions in our normal way of life during the pandemic. Despite the massive disruption, the financial year 2021 was an exceptional year for Bluescope. With strong cash flow and a robust balance sheet, your company has thrived and is very well positioned to continue to grow and deliver value. This strong performance has continued into the current financial year, as shown by our market update on the 21st of October. Financial year 2022 underlying earnings before interest and tax, or EBIT, are expected to be in the range of $2.1 billion to $2.3 billion, subject to spread, foreign exchange and market conditions. Bluescope's financial strength allows the company to invest and grow our steel businesses, position the business for a low-carbon future, and deliver long-term sustainable earnings and shareholder returns. Now, in terms of climate, taking action on climate change is critical to our success and a core element of our strategy. We see a strong, long-term future for steel in a decarbonising world not only in the day-to-day applications that we're so familiar with, but in the arena of renewable energy infrastructure and sustainable transport technology. Your board is very focused on positioning Blue Scope to meet this long-term demand in a low-carbon world. Building on the work we began some years ago and demonstrating our intent to meet Paris Agreement goals, I'm pleased to report that Blue Scope has made significant progress over the last 12 months. We have established a specialist climate change team led by Chief Executive Climate Change, Greta Stevens, which augments the climate and energy capability already in our business. We released our first climate action report in September, a very comprehensive document that sets out our targets, goals and plans, and I commend it to you for your reading. We set a target in 2018 to reduce our scope one and two emissions intensity of our global steelmaking operations by 12% by 2030. In meeting this target, Blue Scope's Australian business will achieve a Paris Agreement aligned 48% reduction in greenhouse gas emissions since 2005. As you know, we recently established our goal of net zero greenhouse gas emissions by 2050 covering operational scope one and scope two greenhouse gas emissions across our global operations. 
We recognise achieving this goal is highly dependent on several enablers, including commerciality of emerging and breakthrough technologies, the availability of affordable and reliable renewable energy and hydrogen, quality raw materials and the appropriate public policy settings. We see a possible pathway for future low emission steelmaking in hydrogen-based direct reduction of iron, which will then be melted in a renewable energy-powered furnace and fed into the steelmaking process. To progress investigation on this, in the last month, we announced a very exciting collaboration with Rio Tinto, wherein a joint team of specialists will work together to research and design low emission initiatives for the steel value chain across iron ore processing, iron and steel making and related technologies. Practically, these breakthrough technologies may not be ready at technical and commercial scale for some time, which is why, given the need for a continued reliable source of iron making beyond 2026, we are progressing the assessment of the reline of the currently mothballed number six blast furnace at Port Kembla, including technologies that support greenhouse gas emissions intensity reductions and other environmental measures. The reline and upgrade program for the blast furnace is just part of a broader focus of using our financial strength to invest for sustainable earnings growth. In fact, we have a program of up to $1.7 billion of investments planned over the next five years leveraging trends such as the growing preference for detached residential construction, e-commerce fulfilment and logistics, and national infrastructure programs. The United States is a key focus for this growth strategy. At our North Star Mini Mill in Delta, Ohio, the 850,000 tonnes per annum expansion project is progressing very well. We saw the first heat of steel from the new electric arc furnace in August. New equipment is being installed and the team expects the first coil to be produced in the second half of this financial year, with commissioning to full capacity over the following 18 months. The success of this project has led us to now assess the feasibility of a further de-bottlenecking project with the potential to lift hot strip mill capacity by another 500,000 tonnes per annum. Recently, Mark Vassella was able to visit the United States and see the progress on this exciting project firsthand. Meanwhile, in Australia, the residential construction market continues to grow, and with increased demand for our branded products such as TrueCore and Colourbond Steel, we are now evaluating investment in further coating capacity to support this demand. We have a high-quality asset portfolio, and there is a favourable long-term outlook for steel, especially given the critical role it will play in the transition to a clean energy future. I thank my fellow directors and senior management for their continued support during the last financial year. Above all, I would like to recognise the resilience of all Blue Scope people. Across our footprint, they have continued to live our purpose every day, maintaining COVID-safe workplace to meet customer demand and supporting those in need in communities particularly affected by the pandemic. Thank you. It's now time to hear from Mark Vassella, who covers our evolving approach to health, safety and well-being, the company's commitment to sustainability and the importance of workplace inclusion and diversity. I'm speaking to you today from the Eastern Kulin Nation and I'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of this beautiful land, the Boon and Wiradjuri peoples. 
I join with my colleagues in acknowledging and paying my respects to Elders, past, present and emerging, and to all First Nations people with us today on the call. But first, as always at Bluescope, I'll start by looking at our safety performance. Encouragingly, we're seeing an improvement in our injury profile, with a lower proportion of injuries in recent years having had the potential to be life-changing. Lag indicators are an important tool for us to report on our past performance, but they don't in themselves give insight into how hazards are being managed or the mitigation of risk exposures for our people. Consistent with the evolution of safety thought leadership, and like many of our peers, we're changing our focus to ensure the presence of capacity in our systems and processes, rather than being driven by an absence of incidents measured by injury frequency rates. Core to this approach is our strong history of managing risks, but also acknowledgement that people can and do make mistakes. And so we need systems and processes to tolerate this error and build resilience to recover when things go wrong without harming our people or the environment. Importantly, leveraging our inclusive culture, using the knowledge of our people who make and handle our products to understand the risks they deal with every day and design more effective controls sits at the heart of this shift to a human-centred approach to managing risks. As a key part of this evolution, we've had over a thousand leaders from this group, including all of the board and the ELT, attend our refreshed HSE risk management program. We've also focused on delivering team-based risk control projects, completing over 400 in FY21. These projects have focused our efforts where they're most needed, identifying risks and building capacity in systems and processes to reduce the potential of events to cause harm. Aligned with our new approach, we're continuing to evolve our leading indicators to focus on developing the risk management capability of our people and strengthening the controls for how we manage risks. I'm convinced that the new strategies that we have in place will improve performance over time. We're pursuing a lasting change in our performance, which requires a large-scale cultural shift to entrench our new approach. Also, we remain steadfast in our focus on managing COVID-19-related risks. We've been supporting our employees to get vaccinated, playing our part to protect our businesses, our people and our communities. Conversations around our purpose are now commonplace at Bluescope and are helping us all to rally around common goals of delivering great solutions for customers and doing so in a way that strengthens our communities for the long term. Our bond remains a guide for our behaviours and keeps us focused on the stakeholders that matter the most, our customers, our people, our shareholders and our local communities. Turning to our strategic framework, in September we held two comprehensive investor briefing sessions via webcasts, providing an update on the company's strategy. These sessions were based on the three pillars of our strategy, transform, grow and deliver. We're seeking to transform in order to deliver a step change in customer experience and business performance, including through digital technology and our approach to climate change and sustainability. Our strategy will see us grow our portfolio of sustainable steelmaking and world-leading coating, painting and steel products businesses, creating new opportunities, anticipating and responding to local market trends. And we will deliver a safe workplace, an adaptable organisation and strong returns, building a business capable of meeting the challenges of the future. We continue to make great progress in addressing the topics most material to ensuring a sustainable future for Bluescope. Over the last few months, we've outlined our approach to addressing climate change in our first Climate Action Report, 
along with updates on progress across material topics in our comprehensive sustainability reporting suite, also available on the Bluescope website. The Climate Action Report outlines our approach to addressing climate change, including our decarbonisation roadmap, and the allocation of up to $150 million over the next five years towards action on climate change. This investment will fund our technology plan to optimise current operating assets and to research and prepare for emerging and breakthrough technologies. The initial phase involves exploring production efficiencies such as the increased use of scrap, indigenous gases and renewable energy, as well as government and industry partnerships, collaborative opportunities with suppliers and breakthrough R&D projects. As the chairman's noted, our collaboration with Rio Tinto to research and design low emissions processes and technologies for the steel value chain at the Port Kembla Steelworks is part of this investment program. Work continues on refining the scope of included technologies that support greenhouse gas emissions intensity reductions and other environmental measures such as water and particulate emissions management controls. The renewal of the number six blast furnace does not lock us into the technology for a full 20-year campaign life. Rather, it will underpin strong earnings and cash flow generation to provide the flexibility to adopt new technologies and iron-making configurations as and when they are technically and commercially viable, and to ensure we continue to make a strong economic contribution to our local community in the Illawarra region and more broadly the Australian economy. Our FY21 sustainability reporting suite was released in September and comprehensively sets out our approach to and progress against our five sustainability outcomes. This includes the creation of a new function, social impact and inclusion, which recognises the company's increased social responsibility to our people, our workplaces and our communities. We continue to build an inclusive workforce, which reflects the diversity of the communities in which we operate. And this is guided by the company's inclusion and diversity strategic framework, which enables each business to tailor specific activities to suit their local community and business needs. We're also fostering responsibility and collaboration in our operations and supply chains, as we aim to ensure our suppliers and our own operations are engaged in responsible business practices and uphold human rights. It's an exciting time for growth at Bluescope, and the US market is core to our future growth opportunities. As the chairman's mentioned, I've recently visited our operations in North America, from Steelscape on the West Coast, our Buildings North America head office in Kansas City, and our North Star Bluescope Steel Mini Mill in Delta, Ohio. Earlier this month, we announced our intention to purchase ferrous scrap recycling assets of Metal X, the leading supplier of scrap feed to North Star. This acquisition adds to our extensive US asset footprint of over 3 billion Australian dollars, which spans steel making, steel coating and painting, engineered building systems and industrial property development. This upstream investment in a scrap supply business helps underpin Northstar's supply chain and its great competitiveness. Northstar will soon move from a 2 million tonne per annum mill to almost 3 million tonnes. And as the business expands, securing scrap supply is the right move to make. Metalex is the largest of Northstar's diverse scrap steel suppliers, currently supplying around 20% of the scrap used. The acquisition brings us a crucial presence and expertise in scrap processing to further secure our prime and obsolete scrap needs. Further, the Metalex Ferris acquisition will enable Northstar to quickly improve the quality and quantity of obsolete scrap it uses and reduce the mix of prime scrap. As Northstar is a steel recycling electric arc furnace producer of hot roll coil, 
that uses low emissions electricity, it is highly carbon efficient. This acquisition further improves Bluescope's sustainability profile by bringing in-house part of Northstar's scrap collection. While there's a lot of activity across the organisation, we remain committed to delivering the essentials, such as a safe workplace, an adaptable organisation and strong returns. Whilst there's no doubt that Bluescope has seen favourable macroeconomic and industry trends over the last year, the result is also thanks to the very difficult decisions made over the last decade and the robust frameworks with which we manage the business, particularly our financial framework. Financial year 21 was an incredible year for Bluescope as we demonstrated the value that our high-quality portfolio of assets is capable of generating. I'd like to thank our entire 14,000-strong team who have worked with energy, agility, resilience and empathy for each other and their communities through very challenging circumstances. As a final bonus segment, we're now going to hear a behind-the-scenes interview with John Bevan by Michael Ray, Manager Corporate Affairs at Bluescope. They reflect on the resilience and enthusiasm of Bluescope people around the world during the pandemic while also looking to the future. Hi, I'm Michael Ray from Bluescope and we're here in Sydney doing our virtual online for Bluescope's 2021 annual general meeting. Now we've just finished and I'm here with our chairman, John Bevan. How are you, John? Very well, thank you. Very well. Well, first of all, congratulations. You handled that really well. Lots of tough questions. Look, there were lots of questions, particularly around climate. Uh, and that's very important because, as you know, the company's made good strides in the last 12 months of setting out our vision of how we're going to deal with getting to net zero by 2050. Overwhelmingly, our shareholders are supportive of what we've done. And we've got some good questions from some outsiders, people we don't normally would engage with on that topic. And there are some generally negative questions about how climate is and Australia is actually achieving it. But I think Bluescope's actually put our foot forward and we're now actually doing some real things to enable us to reach net zero. Now, I've got to say, what a year for Bluescope. Oh, look, it's been an outstanding year. I think the fact that all of our employees are operating in an environment where demand is in excess of supply, our ability to supply everybody is really stretched. And that spirit of Bluescope employees of just driving to support the customer as best they can has come through in spades. And I think we've done incredibly well. Sure, the global markets have helped us from a pricing perspective, but in the end, you've got to deliver to customers and you've got to be able to satisfy their needs. And I think given all the pandemic restrictions, it's a remarkable outcome. And what are you most proud of this year? What's the highlight for you? I think the highlight for me is the fact that we've been able to continue to operate COVID-19 and working from home or restricted from seeing your work colleagues is really difficult. There's a lot of mental stress in actually working that way. I think that the management in the broadest sense of management have engaged with, with our employees so much better than they have probably in the past. The need to ensure strong engagement to keep people focused and positive about what's going on in very difficult family situations where people are teaching the kids at home, can't leave the, the kitchen, working off, off that sort of conditions, but continuing to deliver for everybody, absolutely fantastic, really proud of that. Shareholders have overwhelmingly supported the company today and that's because of the great performance of everybody. Absolutely. One of the silver linings out of COVID, I guess. I've got a newfound healthy respect for teachers, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> now, looking to the future, lots of opportunity for Bluescope, isn't there? 
Yes, they're, 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 we've talked largely in, in today's presentations about opportunities in the United States, and there are many. And it's a huge economy and a huge uh, market for steel, and we've got a very strong position off the back of North Star, the buildings business there, and, you know, Steelscape in the West. So we've got opportunities to do a lot there. In Australia, the branded products that we have, like Colourbond, like Truecore, are really kicking some goals. They've really improved. The demand side is very strong. The products we have are terrific. And frankly, the demand is meaning we're considering expanding our metal coating lines, etc., for the operation here as well. So investment across the entire footprint. Very exciting times. And now, final word, what would you say to our employees at the end of the year? I really hope you get some time with just your family and be able to actually enjoy Christmas. Um, many of us are coming out of lockdown at this point and that will enable you to travel and see loved ones. Just want to say thank you for a great year. Well done. Thank you. And with that, we've reached the end of this episode. For more information on what you've just heard, make sure to visit the show notes in your browser or podcast player. You'll find links to content such as our dedicated AGM webpage and various photos from the day, along with links to our sustainability reporting suite and other resources. For other news and updates, go to bluescope.com, visit Bluescope on LinkedIn, or follow at Bluescope on Twitter. Thank you for listening to Voices of Bluescope. Until next time.